is Priest Holmes a better running back than Fred Taylor? Hell no. no. When he made the Pro Bowl. Well, let's be clear. I didn't leak that information. Me and my agent, we, we are not the ones who leaked that information. So y'all need to ask the other side or whoever. Folks want to pop off? I wasn't really prepared for this interview to go in this direction. If you don't want to play football, just walk away from the game. Don't give me no old because I'm scared. If you're scared, you're scared. Go to church. And let's face it, all the great NFL quarterbacks have had mustaches. This is probably not that bad. This is not that bad. Knock on wood if you're with me, okay? This is the best podcast happening right now. I don't want to be struggling trying to pick the proper wording and being politically correct. No, man, I'm tired of that. I just want to talk like I talk. Keep it real. We keep it real, real, man. Keep it real podcast episode one fourteen. Chill Will is here. Big sofas here, man. We are back in aromas. Inside aromas every Monday night. This is how it goes down, and this is the Super Bowl edition. Yeah, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl fifty four. It was yesterday. Uh, we had the the pregame, the game, the halftime, halftime, the post game, the post game, the last six minutes of yeah, the game. The, the last nine <laughs> six minutes was definitely uh, a thriller. Uh, if you're a 49ers fan, it wasn't the best parts of the game. No, it uh, wasn't. Um, you know, let's just jump into it, man. Super Bowl 54 happening in Miami. Hadn't been in Miami in like 10 years. Um, Hard Rock Stadium looked a whole lot different uh, last night than it did 10 years ago. They did a lot of improvements to it. Um, let's talk about Andy Reid. Andy Reid, head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, finally, finally, Got that Lombardi Trophy, man. This is his um, career win, two hundred twenty-two. That's, I mean, it's a big win for Andy. Very uh, big win. You know, I mean, they, he was coaching. I, I, I heard him talk about it. Announcer talking on the game. It was his three hundred and sixty-sixth game that he had coached. Uh, so it's just be fitting for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, I always like Andy Reid. He's the guy who gave Mike Vick a chance when Mike Vick had got out of prison. Yes, he did. You know, he was the coach that signed him for that. I always think that Andy Reid is one of the realest coaches. He real. Uh, I think that, you know, he's a guy that gets to know his players. Personally, I think that's why he was able to bring in Mike Vick. Uh, you look at what he's done with Mahomes, Mahomes. In, a, in a few years. You know he drafted Donovan McNabb. Yeah. 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 He, yeah, he so did. Andy Reid has always had an invitation to the barbecue. Yeah. He can come anytime he wants to. Yeah, definitely. Hey, <laughs> hey his wife, make, make, she might make, make some good potato salad. <laughs> she might. She might. Yeah, so I've, I've always had something for Andy Reid, too. I've yeah. always wanted him to do good. Uh, once again, he, he has taken his chances on, just like you said, Mike Vick, um, Mahomes. McNabb, and look, it's paid off for him. Yeah, it has. I mean, good good for him. Uh, great win. You know, uh, the Chiefs, uh, you know, it was looking bleak for him for a while. Uh, the 49ers defense was uh, playing very, very well and yeah. had almost taken control of that game. Yes. Uh, and uh, watching the game, I was with a buddy of mine. He's like, man, this game is over. I was like, man, you crazy. This game is not over. And lo and behold, when Mahomes was trying to run the clock out, I said, now it's over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Understand that the 49ers were celebrating, too. Yeah. Like in the third quarter. They were celebrating. Like, well, yeah, we got, I mean, we got this. I mean, that's the same attitude when you look at it. When you look at the coaching staff of Kyle Shanahan, 
He's the same coach that was coaching for the Atlanta Falcons when they get <laughs> when, when they, they had imploded. that big collapse against the New England Patriots. So it's the same thing. You look at the the poor clock management. You have a minute, three timeouts. You don't try and get a field goal before the halftime. You have the ball coming out at halftime. You don't have good clock management, and that's really what cost them the game. Besides the fact that you know Kansas City just got so hot in that fourth quarter, uh, and they got explosive like they can be on offense and were able to make some big plays. But if you are a member of the 49ers, how can you celebrate when you know the Chiefs got behind when they played the Texans, you know they got behind when they played the Titans, and they came back and won both of those games? Uh, I mean, I don't see how you can get complacent (laughs) against a team like this. Obviously, you know, you look at that team and you say you've got to finish them off. You've got to finish all teams off in the NFL. Yeah. No team, yeah. no win is easy uh, to get. So, I mean, to, to, to celebrate or feel that a 10-point lead was comfortable enough because you had, you know, held them, you know, pretty much scoreless. And the defense was getting off. They were uh, getting Mahomes off his spot. And they were uh, out of rhythm at that time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they did get in rhythm. Uh, and we saw what happens when they do get in rhythm. We've seen it throughout the playoffs, what happens when they get in rhythm. Uh, they're a very, very tough team. Uh, so when you look at that offense, and I've got to come back to it, we keep it the Keep It Real podcast. Mm-hmm. Look at Eric Bieniemy, who is the head coach or the offensive coordinator. Why is he not being a head coach? We have five offices. Why, is why, is you know, why isn't he being uh, a head coach uh, 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 right now? Why I is mean, he a head coach candidate? His, his offense is – Phenomenal. But his work got shown on the biggest stage ever last night. So I think these next round of coach openings. It, it shouldn't be that, though. I you, mean, you're right. Got, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't, it be, shouldn't that. be. I mean, he should. I mean, the Browns are these. They, this is somebody they should have been asking for permission to where now he's off to a position coach. Uh, now he's off to a head coaching job today. He should be. You know, celebrating that Super Bowl, but now he should be being introduced tomorrow as a head coach somewhere. But and this think- is the shift that's going on right now in the NFL. Now, I mean, I'm not saying it's all about the black quarterback, but look at these black quarterbacks um, and how they're playing right now. Of course, I'm not talking about, only talking about Mahomes. I'm talking about Russell Wilson. I'm talking about Lamar Jackson. I'm, I mean, we still got – um. Uh, what's his name from the Panthers? He still got a year and Cam a half. Newton, yeah. Still got Cam. Cam. You know, we, we should have these black quarterbacks, but the coaches are even becoming, Roger, becoming obsolete. And even black Roger coaches, Goodell anyway. says they have to do better with this. I mean, it's not something that's you know this Rooney Rule is not something that just kind of. I mean, give these guys a chance. Yeah, look at them. I mean, you know, don't just interview them just to get the you know the, get it out of the process and say, okay, I fulfilled that fulfillment. And now I'm gonna, you know, I checked the box, and now I'm gonna go and look at some other people. Give these guys a chance. You look at the Steelers and why the Rooney Rule was put in place. The Steelers have only had three head coaches. I've talked about this in their history of their franchise. They've only had three, and they gave all those guys a chance. I mean, Mike Tomlin was the youngest head coach at that time. He was an African American, mm-hmm. and they've stuck with them through some losing seasons. Uh, some good seasons. Overall, he's done a great job, though. I mean, I think, I think he has. I think he's done a great job, but yep. he's had some tough things to deal with. But they don't fire him just because of a bad season, and I don't think that, you know, so I just don't understand some of this, and it, it really is frustrating sometimes to, to see it. 
Uh, you know, it, but, but it's it, always been frustrating when we look at black coaches. It is. Look black, at, look the enemy is a fat brother of mine, and it's just, it's just. I mean, I look at it, and so I see people celebrate Taggart getting fired, and yeah. they don't realize the yeah. ramifications of how that is a trickle effect on black coaches. I just mean, but across look the board. at look at the things that great black coaches like Tony Dungy have had to go through. Right. Um, Lovey Smith, right? Shouldn't have got fired. Right. Got fired. A I mean, lot so, of coaches. So I mean, that's that's the, e- that's even the when thing. you do good. <laughs> You know they're they're getting rid of you and and, and stuff like that. So Denny I mean, Green, I hope, but God rest yeah, his soul. Yeah, I, I hope that you know in the next couple of years there is another shift and this things change and this thing changes. Let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. He was the MVP last year. Um, this year, <laughs> we saw why he was the MVP. He was not supposed to be in the Super Bowl. Knee uh, messed up during the season. Yeah, dislocated. Came, came back and played like nothing was wrong with him. And willed this team to win last night. He definitely made some plays. I don't personally agree that he was uh, the MVP of that game last night. I know typically they give it to the quarterback, but we keep it real. I look at Damian Williams, the running back for Kansas City. I yeah. think the plays that he made throughout the game, running the football, keeping Kansas, uh, San Francisco uh, honest, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. they, he still had to respect that run game. He was able to – Make some big runs. He actually sealed the game with the run around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, Mahomes hit him in the flat for the touchdown. Uh, that you know, people, you know, 49ers are gonna, you know, that's gonna, they're gonna scream. He was out of bounds uh, about, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's over now. Touchdown. But I thought Williams should have been named uh, MVP last night. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes got it, of course, and I think his age has something to do with it. Twenty-four years old. And he's the MVP of the Super Bowl. He's already been the MVP of the NFL. Um, he became the second youngest quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Only the third black quarterback. Yes, yes. And, of course, the only other quarterback to do it younger than him was uh, Ben, Big Ben. Wow. Yep. Well, you know, one. big ups to him. You know, uh, now instead of being the 100, now they're the 100. You know, they're, they're not 100, they're 100. So. <laughs> and the, the crazy Chiefs, thing is, he's st- you know, he's still on that rookie contract. For Mahomes? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to pay they, him. They're going to have to back the truck yeah, up to yeah. the bank, man. Talk, hey, they're going to have to back it up. They're going to have to back it up, back it up. Man, they are. Um, so let's talk about the game a little bit. Um, pre-game, did you see um, Demi Lovato? And I hear people saying, oh, this is the best. No, um, I told Star Spangled Banner. And Whitney. I, I tweeted that. I said, she, she wasn't Whitney. She was good. She, she, def- she definitely she was wasn't good. Whitney. No, she definitely wasn't Whitney. And understand, this is her second uh, live basically um, national performance in two weeks because she was just on the Grammys. Right. You know, she's just coming back. She had some issues, some substance abuse issues, but she's I mean, back. She sounded there, good. Know, she sounded good. great, though. You know, everybody has their, you know, their demons. So yeah, she sounded she she good she's for coming her to back. be, you know, be good for her to be healthy. She happy. sounded she's doing very well. good. How she did sounded she? good. I mean, she definitely sounded well. Yeah, she did. I thought, uh, who, uh, was that uh, the the gospel singer? Yolanda Adams? Yolanda Adams. Yeah. She was. She sang America the Beautiful. I thought she was good. She did I think, great. I thought she, she needs a good stylist, job. but thought, she did great. I thought all the performances were relatively okay. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with any of the performances. What about even halftime? Let's talk about halftime. I mean, uh, Shakira, J-Lo. Shakira. I thought they were okay. I mean, Boricua. I, 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 I thought they were. I thought the show was. I mean, I expected what I got, and that's what I expected. Yeah. And it wasn't a bad show. I, I thought that the ladies had great energy. I thought they that did. they had a good show. I thought it was uh, uh, had some messages in it. I thought mm-hmm. it was, uh, you know, some things that uh, probably hopefully brought awareness to some things and maybe some people didn't realize. But I thought it was a, a fairly good show. I mean. Go back and look at it again. You said you went back and looked I at it today. I watched it today. Yes. 
yeah. had to go back and watch it today, and uh, you know, it, I don't see anything wrong with. It. I thought they did a good show. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, I, you know, the, I, the, I think the best show since Janet has been Prince for me. Yes, since yes. for me, I think the best show yeah. has been Prince. Of course, uh, and you know that almost that almost Janet and Jackson that was actually. Accident. Prince was in Miami. Yeah, I think, like, that's, the, I think that that's the last one. That and you know that really almost didn't happen because Bruce it was like Bruce was okay. I thought yeah. I liked Bruce. Bruce wasn't bad. There's been a couple more that have been okay, but I, didn't, I, I, I thought they were decent. I thought it was a good show. Now, I felt some kind of way with J-Lo. You know, she brought out the stripper pole, <laughs> yeah. swinging around the stripper pole she out did there. Have, she did and have I was some like, people, hmm. She did have some people I was on like, that. okay, J-Lo. She, she did have some people on that, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, she's got a right to express we, we got her. Some, we got somebody saying she shouldn't have done she, that. She's got a right to express her feelings the way she's, I mean, you know. She, yeah, I mean, she somebody 50, 50 years old, you know, to be old. able to do that is still amazing. She look good, though. She look good for 50. J-Lo, I'm not mad at you, J-Lo. I'm not, but it, but it was a Latin-themed. It was Latin-themed, um, definitely. I, I really thought she was going to bring Pitbull out. She didn't. She ended up bringing out Bad Bunny and uh, Jay Belvin, I think his name is. Yeah, I, who, who I didn't, are, who I didn't really know the, the people who they brought out, so I thought they would bring out more of a, a bigger name, but I guess, I mean, it is what it is. You know, I thought it was a good show overall. I thought I it was thought a decent Shakira. show. I thought it was, Shakira was good. To be 43 and 50, for those women to dance around the stage, yeah. have that energy, yeah. uh, give that positive vibe, whether... You like them singing in Spanish, English, whatever. Uh, yeah. To be able to do that at th that age is magnificent, and I respect it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think they did anything crass or anything. No, they didn't. They were good. Anything. I think they, they brought awareness to some things. Having those kids uh, screaming in those cages, I think that brought awareness to some things. Yeah, so, that, that was. I, I like J Lo doing that. I mean, uh, it was. I mean, she held she held the uh, Puerto Rican flag, uh, and, and, and it was America the. I can't remember the song. She the, it was American. And you know that was her daughter. That was her daughter? That was her daughter oh, okay. singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that okay. was J-Lo's daughter out there. With Who who was that child with? I don't know. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Was she married? Was that Diddy's kid? <laughs> Diddy? No. 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 <laughs> we going to have to cut that out. <laughs> cut, cut right here. So halftime cut. was good. Um, the game was good. Once again, congratulations to the Chiefs, 31 to 20. Now, Everything was going on in Miami, not just the Super Bowl. Let's talk about all of the awards um, going on down there. Lamar Jackson won the MVP this year unanimously. Great, well deserved. He did. He earned well that. deserved. He definitely earned it. He uh, he brought his team in, in regular season. His team was definitely the best team. I think he's got to learn to play in the playoffs. He's got to understand that uh, it gets tougher. Those yards get harder to get. Uh, the defense tightens up. Yeah, uh, they'll rather give up a uh, big. You know, a big play on the, in the passing game before they let you run the ball in the playoffs. So you're going to see a lot more in the box, and I think that's what uh, kind of frustrated him. I think uh, he's going to mature from that, though. Yeah, of course. Um, so congratulations to Lamar Jackson. Um, Baltimore, I mean, you, you got to watch out for them next year. Well, I think they're going to I mean, you got to watch out for them. I look at that, and I look at what, what they were able to do to him and neutralize him. Look for a lot of offensive or defensive coordinators to study that this mm, offseason. Look at that film, yeah. And don't expect him to rush for 1,200 yards again. I don't think that that's going to be the norm for him. So I think he'll still get a lot of yards rushing the football. Yeah. I just don't expect it to be 1,000 again. That's, yeah. that's not something you want your quarterback to have to do on a year-to-year -year basis and yeah. have longevity in this league. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award went to – 
um, Jacksonville Jaguar Calais Campbell. The mayor. Yeah. Yeah. Once uh, again, well-deserved. Yeah, he's, he's done a lot in the community of Jacksonville. He's always uh, supporting things. Uh, the Jaguars have made him the face of the franchise right now mm -hmm. uh, while they look for a quarterback to be that guy. Uh, so, I mean, Calais has stepped into that role. He's a great role model in the locker room for those guys. Yeah. Uh, he's and been there a, was some fans down there because of his foundation. They, they, he sent some fans down to Calais, the Super Bowl. Calais is a good guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think he's done it, you know, he's done it the right way. Uh, don't be surprised if we see uh, Calais with a yellow uh, gold jacket in a few years when yeah. he retires. Yeah. So here's the question I have for you. With him winning this Walter Payton Man of the Year, because there's a question mark around Calais too. You're like you, you can't you can't cut a player to just one that award, can you? A team, a team can't do that. That looks oh, why not? That looks bad. I mean, I I get that what you're saying, yeah, but yeah, that looks bad. When you have Calais, I don't believe it's going to be come to that because. He's winning the Walter Camp Award because he understands what it's going to take. Yeah. He understands that he can he can make, you know, he can comfortably, you know, take twelve million from the Jaguars, thirteen maybe, and be okay because he won't he won't get that on the open market yeah, he if he decides to leave. Yeah. He won't get that on the open market. So he will. I think he'll take a cap friendly deal because he's a man of the year. And that's the type of person he is. I think he'll take a smaller deal uh, to get some guys to come in for him to try and get a championship run. I mean, yeah. obviously that's what he wants is a championship run. So I think he'll definitely think that way. And at, uh, and, and at this age, he's not a every down right, player. Too. Right. I mean, so, yeah. he knows that they've, you know, they've got to find some money to sign in Gakwe. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen's obviously on it. But you get those three on the field at the same time. Uh, you find another defensive tackle that can come and play and stop the run with them. We've got a very, very good defensive line, and we get some linebackers to go with the Miles Jack, and Miles Jack get healthy and some other guys that run. Yeah. Uh, that defense can be really good. We get another, you know, few players here and there. They could be back to an elite defense. Yeah. Also, uh, this week they named the modern era players for the class of 2020 for the Hall of Fame. Once again, your teammate Tony Baselli did not make the cut. Yeah. Um, how you feel about that? Uh, you know, I love Baselli. I think he's a great player. Uh, I think he'll get a chance to get in the Hall of Fame yeah. uh, eventually. You think he's getting penalized because he didn't play quite as long? Uh, I think as that, a lot I of think, these players. I think so. When you look at some of the, when you look at some of the offensive linemen, you mm -hmm. look at their longevity. Uh, and you, and you, I love Baselli. He was a dominant, dominant left tackle, no doubt. But when, when you look when at his played, era, when he wasn't when he, hurt. When he, but you look at his yeah. era, you had Orlando Pace. Yeah. You had Walter Jones. You had Jonathan Ogden. You had all those guys playing. And then all those guys are in the Hall of Fame, and yeah. Baselli was in that same category. Yeah. His career was just shorter when you look at, you know, his, his days played. Those guys played 10 12 years plus. Uh, so I think that's why they got in faster. I think Baselli is going to take some time to get in just because of his longevity uh, in the NFL uh, and, and his time playing. Yep. And I think they also look at Mark Brunel being a left-handed quarterback and him being a left tackle. Uh, I think they look at that really? as well. I think When you look at that, I mean, that aided him. I mean, if he ever got beat or had any type of 
uh, pressure, Mike Mark was able to see that. It wasn't his blind side. You know, you gotcha. think about that with a right-handed quarterback. I didn't even think about that. The left-handed quarterback, uh, you know, Leon Searcy was his backside. Wow, I so, didn't even think about that. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a total opposite. When a right-handed quarterback, you know, goes to pocket, the left-hand quarterback is his backside. So mm-hmm. it's a big difference. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that Baselli, that doesn't diminish what Baselli did and yeah. how he played and dominated yeah. the game. I mean, I, I've, I've watched and seen him dominate. He definitely was a beast. And it was people, they, they were scared of Tony Baselli. I mean, yeah. he cleared a path. And we ran behind Baselli, and people knew we were coming behind Baselli. But we also had Cersei, maybe the greatest. I say possibly. I mean, I don't know if the a tandem of tackles of offensive tackles have ever been better than those two. Cersei and Baselli. Cersei and Baselli. Okay. I don't know if we ever will see a, t- a tandem okay. with those two. You look at Tuane and, and Eric Williams and the Cowboys. They may have been close, mm-hmm. but. I don't know if they're as good as uh yeah as, as Baselli and Cersei. Yeah. Um also um local uh player Leroy Butler was also passed over again. Yeah. You know, when you look at that safety position, yeah. That's a tough position to get in. You got Ed Reed, you've got, you know, Palomalo who who yep. did believe get in, right? Yep. He did get in. He yep. Palomalo. So I don't I don't think they were gonna take two safeties. Yeah. Uh when you look at, you know, Butler's uh body of work and Palomalo Probably the same, but I think Palomaro's probably just a little bit more popular. Yeah, exactly. Uh, played in a bigger market. Exactly, exactly. Harold Carmichael did get in, Reigns uh, yeah, alum. He, did. he, he got did. in, uh, which is uh, a big shout-out to him. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know, you look at receivers, and, and he's a guy who uh, paved the way. You know, he was, he, was a, he was a pioneer of the wide receiver. Uh, he was a beast. Yeah. Uh, he really, really, uh, you know, I've seen some film on him. He was tough. He yep. was tough, tough to guard. He was big. He ran his routes. He, I mean, he knew he knew how to use his body yeah. uh, to separate him and the defender to keep the ball uh, in between him himself and the defender. So he was definitely a good guy at it, and uh, you know he deserves to be in the hall. And that's why it's tough when I see Jimmy. Uh, you know, it's going to be a while for him, I believe, too, because you know Chris Carter. They wait. You know, he, I mean, even To. They made, I mean, because of some things they made, they made him not yeah, a first ballot. The, yeah, I, mean, you know, I, think, I, I don't and, and, think they should look at. I mean, but look I at think, what he did you, on the field. And I think that's why T.O. didn't go because he was upset, obviously, because they let Marvin Harrison be a first ballot yeah. the year before. Yeah. And he felt that, you know, because Marvin Harrison had that gun charge or the gun investigation with the yeah. shooting yeah. in his hometown of, uh, I think it was Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, that he shouldn't been a hall, you know. They, they should have held that against him because To mm-hmm. never had any police investigation, yeah. just locker room, I guess, investigation, <laughs> just attitude stuff. Yeah. So um, the modern era players that were picked um, is uh, Steve Atwater, who's a safety, uh, wide receiver Isaac Bruce, um, Steve Hutchinson, who's a guard, running back Edron James, um, and also Troy Palomalu. Yeah, they took yep. uh, they took uh, Atwater. That was a surprise to me. I think he was a great player. Uh, obviously, everybody remembers the the big hit on Monday Night Football with him and Christian Okoye. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's obviously what he's been known for. I'm happy he gets in. Hopefully, uh, well, they probably won't show the highlight when I got a touchdown against them. So, uh, yeah, I got a, I broke a tackle against Atwater, so I'm happy about that. So here's the thing, too. We, when are we going to start bringing Fred Taylor's name into this Hall of Fame? Um, he was inductee. a semifinal. He was a semifinalist this year. Yeah, 
Uh, he just missed the cut by being a finalist. I think Fred will have opportunity to be a finalist here in the year. I think Fred will get his opportunity. When I look at the running backs in front of Fred, Fred is currently, uh, I think, 17 overall in rushing. But but yeah, uh, he's, but, he's but if, you, if you check, he might Fred's be higher. He might be higher than that. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not, check, check he might Fred's be twelve. Stats, I think man. he might be twelve on the rushing list. Uh, but uh, Fred he, definitely. He, I think all the running backs ahead of him have gone in. So I think yeah, exactly. He, will, uh, he I think he should be the next one going yeah. in. Look look at them numbers, man. Look at them stats. Um, so we should be including Fred in this conversation. Hopefully, too. he's a finalist in Tampa. I already, uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna make sure Fred listen to this. But if I'm not in the hotel room. You know yeah. when he when he when he get the knock, you know Fred. I already know. Don't be acting. So you you going to Tampa? I'm going well, to Tampa. If he, gets, if he gets if he's a finalist, I will definitely go. I'm, there. I'm going down to Tampa. Uh, if, I'm, I'm when going Fred goes, I mean Fred Baselli. Yeah. And go. I'll go to Canton for that. Yeah. Of uh, course. I'll go, I'll go course. for that. I play with those guys. Uh, definitely go for Fred. Uh, Baselli go course. for it too, as well. So who, who do you think is going to be? Do you think Fred would get in before Baselli? Uh, he's got a chance. I mean. Yeah. I, I look at, I mean, I look at Baselli, and you know he's a finalist this year, so obviously he can still be a finalist next year. But yeah. it's not guaranteed. You're you right. Know? It's, not. Uh, it's not. You know, when you look at it, uh, Hutchinson was a guy who played, you know, for a, a lot of years. You know, he played some years at Minnesota, and he went to uh, Seattle and played a lot of years there. Yeah. Uh, and he was the best guard in the league for about. You know, eight almost eight years. He was one of the best, and Baselli had a run like that. But his was just about maybe three or four years when mm-hmm. he was the best. Yeah. So uh, I think he'll get in. Uh, I, it's just time will tell. Yeah. We'll we'll see who gets. I know in the Jaguars first. are going to keep pushing him and uh, trying to help him. And you know, it's, and being in a small market is going to be hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously the Jaguars don't have anyone in the Hall of Fame yet, so I think that is obviously. Uh, I think something that they look at as well, who's going to be the first Jaguar mm-hmm. uh, to go in? Uh, is Baselli, you know, deserving just because he was the first pick? Or, you know, does he have the career? Or should Fred be the first one in? We're going to see. Um, you know what? Let's let's switch gears a little bit. Of course, you know, it, it's been a little over a week uh, since the Kobe Bryant um, situation, tragedy. Um, the Lakers finally uh, played their first game. They did a, 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 a outstanding tribute to Kobe um, a couple of days ago on I, their fir- I, first game back. I saw that. It was definitely outstanding. Taped it. Uh, you know, class act organization, yeah. the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously they were touched by that, you know, death and tragic accident that happened. Yes. You know, the loss of those nine lives. Uh, obviously Kobe, though, for the Lakers, uh, came to them at 18 years old. Yeah. You know, typically, yeah. a, you know, a teenager, and he grew up there in that organization, and a lot of those people saw him grow up. Yeah. And even after his career and the way he took off and, you know, coaching, you know, in Mamba's Academy and the things he was doing in that community uh, for the youth and uh, girls' basketball, uh, you know, it's still, you know, it's still, you know, kind of, you know, mind-boggling and still, yeah. like, hard to, you know, grasp and, and think that, you know, we won't see that smile and that, yeah. you know, that that walk, you know, and uh, the thing. I mean, I was it was crazy. I caught myself watching uh, some clips of Ellen DeGeneres today 
And she, you know, her and Kobe were pretty close. Yeah, they were pretty good friends. He helped she, out a lot of people he on helped, the show. He, he helped, he helped yeah. out a lot of people. And I watched a couple of clips where Kobe, you know, showed up to uh, Ellen's show. And, uh, you know, the back delegation really needs to make a trade for uh, Ellen. <laughs> we need Ellen. We, we need yeah. to make a trade. I mean, I know we done claimed her. And you say Andy Reid yeah. can come to the picnic. Yeah. Ellen can Ellen, definitely Ellen can come to. Wait. Oh, Ellen, Ellen definitely can come to the picnic, <laughs> Wait, too. did you see uh, Ellen last night? She had a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, did And at the yeah, end of, end did, of the yeah, Super yeah. Bowl commercial, she played uh, Lil John yeah, in the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Ellen. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. if I'm at home during the day and I get a chance, yeah. I'll watch Ellen. I'll yeah. literally watch that show. I, I want to – you know what? We need to go to the Ellen – we need to talk to Ellen and, and just – we need to get on Ellen DeGeneres' show. Yeah. Yeah, I love Ellen because it's, it's open. You know, you can yeah. if you're out in LA and they're taping, you can go to the show. Yeah. Um, the crazy yeah. thing is, I'm gonna go to. I want to go to. Um, Ellen's but show. you know what? And I, I know we getting off topic a little bit, but Ellen, like, I didn't, I wasn't really a fan of her stand up, but her show is like I love her show. Yeah. But I really wasn't a fan of her just doing stand. up Oh yeah, comedy. I, yeah, her I've, comedy, never, I really, I've heard really her do some stuff, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, but her show I, is good. Her show is great. Show I mean, the way she t- helps people and she, yeah. you know, did she saw she brought the uh, young man from uh, down in Florida, or was it Texas? Where is it? Where the boy with the dreads? With the dreads, yeah. She yeah. brought it. She gave him twenty k. Yep. And yep. he's got a scholarship yep. to Illinois now. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so another thing too, if um, that school Kobe, don't do the right thing, keep it real. We got to keep it real on the podcast. If that school don't do the right thing. Shame on them. I mean, oh, about the boy with the dreads? That's the same yeah, on them. Yeah, making him want to cut his hair? Shame yeah. on yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, shame on them. That boy yeah. with the dreads. They already got a PR nightmare. The, 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 the boy that can't, uh, his dreads, they're talking about he got to cut his hair or he can't walk the stage. Shame on them. Yeah. If, they don't, if they don't let that boy walk, he gets A's and B's, shame on them. Yeah. It's going to be a PR yeah. nightmare anyway yeah, for he, the no, school. Ellen, Ellen just had him on the show. Yeah. yeah shame on them. Nah. Yeah. No, it's it's gonna be a PR nightmare for that school. Um, talk once again, going back to Kobe. Like you know, a lot of clips have been coming out now. I saw a clip of him this week. I didn't even know he was on the MTV show Jackass. Oh, was it with 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 the crazy dude? Oh, that's right. He did do he, something. He, 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 he jumped, jumped over he jumped some... over the pool of that's snakes. That's right. He did. jumped over the pool. Yeah, of snakes. that's so right. Like, he did. So Kobe, you know, you, you just yeah, forget about things like that that Kobe has done over his he career. Did do that. That's right. He did. Do yeah, that, he, that was he, in the movie. That was in the movie. Jack. <laughs> I was like, I yeah. So like yeah. all of these things are coming up. Wow. Yeah, he did. So like the L A. the L A. Lakers. Even though Kobe has retired, he was still like most of the games right there on on the um you know on court side. Does this would this affect LeBron and the team? Do um, you know this season? I know it, they're getting ready to get a break anyway for for um, you know midseason uh, all star break. break and stuff. Yeah, but but, uh, but will the, will the death of Kobe and just his presence not being there? Do you think that will affect the team? Well, when you look at how, I mean they play with a lot of uh, fire the their first game back, but they did lose that game. Yeah. Yeah. To the Portland Trailblazers, Damon Lillard went off in the third quarter. Second yeah. quarter, he went off. He scored forty. White, White side did too. I was like, I forgot White side even played for that team, and he and, and, he scored and, like and, almost thirty. And, and he went off. You Block know, shots, and, everything. But see, they were inspired by Kobe too. Kobe yeah. inspired yeah. people across the league. Yeah, I think that when you look at the Lakers and you look at LeBron, you look at Anthony Davis. I think that they'll need some time off. I think that they're still grieving. They're still hurting. Yeah. I think the all-star break will really be uh, something that they need. Uh, but look for that team to come out of that all-star break uh, and really try and take off. I know, well, they know, we all know Kobe Bryant's spirit or what he would want 
from the Lakers would only be a championship. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's what he breathed when he was wearing that jersey. That's all he wanted to get was a championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know that that's what they want to bring home for them, uh, for that organization, for Kobe. Uh, for that family, just you know, for that city, you yeah. know, to to stop the you know the pain, or you know, for a little bit. Uh, so I think that uh, that's what they're going to be shooting for. They're obviously going to be uh, in the top. They have the number one seed right now. Yeah, uh, it's going to be tough to beat that team in seven game series. Uh, obviously, Golden State's going to be getting healthy here soon. We don't know what they're going to be like. Uh, Portland's going to be they're, they're fighting to try and get in there. Bucks, uh, the, the Bucks are on the other side, you know. But that Western is always going to be tough, you know. Dallas, you've got Houston, you've got a lot of teams yeah. that are going to be in the mix. But uh, look for that Lakers team, I think, and LeBron. Look for him to try and take over, and and don't be surprised if LeBron doesn't accelerate to an MVP uh, this year again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just like we said, they're getting ready to go on All Star break. I'm actually going. To Chicago? Orlando to see the Bucks oh, okay. uh, next next weekend. Uh, this weekend, uh, they play the Magic, so I'm going down there to check that game out. Um, but they will be in Chicago for All Star break, and then um, you know I, I really start you know watching teams the second part of the yeah. season to see what's going on. Um, I know I did see some clips with um, what's, what's the little the ball kid and 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 um, and what's his name the Pelicans? Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm like, okay. My buddy said him. he got some tickets uh, to the Pelicans-Lakers. To see Zion? Okay. Yeah, to see Zion and then Lakers. Uh, it's Mardi Gras week in down in, oh, in March 1st. Oh, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's in, in New Orleans. Yeah, so, uh, you know that's going to that be crazy. That sounds like a crazy trip for him. but uh, So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what the NFL does, you know, for Kobe um, during the All-Star game and stuff like that. Once again, shout-out to the N- NFL because they had both of the teams line up on the 24-yard well, no, they, line. That was, that was something that the teams did on their own. Oh, I, I really? Don't think, I don't think the NFL orchestrated it. I think okay. that was something that the teams came up with Okay. Uh, between the two teams. I don't believe that that was the NFL mandate. Okay. I don't believe that was a mandate by the NFL. I believe, from what I'm hearing, that that was just the teams kind of said that well, that, good was for the be, teams. that that was going to be their way of uh, their tribute. To Kobe. to Kobe, yeah, good for the team. They lined man. up pregame on the twenty-four yard line. Uh, I'm sure that the the NBA and their uh, Chicago will have something uh, big for Kobe. Uh, Kobe, obviously, you know, as a Chicago Bulls fan growing up there, we knew when Kobe Bryant was coming to town, whether we had Michael at the time, you know, or a little bit, or even after that, we were going to get a tough, tough game, mm-hmm. get and, a show uh, too, and a show, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely so, uh, I'm looking for Chicago. I won't be able to see it because uh, I'll be out of the country. That's right. Wait, wait. Yeah, you're you going yeah. on the water. Ain't yeah, you? I'll be out of the country. Why you got so, your vest? Uh, yeah, I was. Vest for that water? I can swim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, ocean swimming is something different, man. Well, I don't plan on falling off the boat. You going to snorkel? Well, yeah, I, I would. I, I, well, I haven't decided on the offshore stuff yet. Uh, I want to I, I do something with the dolphins. Okay. And then I kind of do something with Atlantis, but. We'll, okay. We'll see. You know, oh, we so you're, going, you're going to Nassau. Going to yeah, the, we're going to Nassau. Going to yeah. the Bahamas. Yeah, Bahamas. All yeah. right. All right. Yeah. Make sure you get some of that conch while you're down there, too. No, nah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Get some of that fresh conch. I'm allergic to uh, seafood. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. That's the best thing. Getting that yeah. fresh seafood. I don't know about that. Look, don't, don't be scared of that fresh seafood. Nah, I'm not man. trying to be getting no EpiPen on no <laughs> boat. 
<laughs> I hear that, man. I hear. So yeah. Yeah, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, this is episode 114. Uh, we will be back every Monday live right here inside of Aromas. Don't forget our, our podcast every Wednesday morning. It is live. Just go to our Instagram page, which is Keep It Real Podcast, and click the link in the bio that you can get all of the episodes. And uh, I think that's it, right? No, I want to tell all these uppity Christians Uh-oh. that was mad about J-Lo singing in Spanish, <laughs> stop judging people, man. Stop judging people. You ain't got need. We, we don't Wait, know what y'all doing. Is that what they were mad at her they singing mad, in Spanish? They, they, were mad they weren't Spanish. mad at the outfit? No. They, they weren't mad at the pole? They were mad at the people speaking in Spanish. Singing in Spanish. This is America. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> this. Is a, I thought we were supposed to bring your, bring us your bitch, your poor. What happened to that part? I guess that there. Whatever. Mm. We out. Como se llama? <laughs>